Hello, everybody, and welcome to another solo episode on the podcast. Today is a bit of a fun one because we're talking about the topic of superheroes. Now, I am a lover of superheroes. One of my favorite movie trilogies is the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am a little bit of a nerd when it comes to the area of superheroes. Now, I feel like we all have this perception of what a superhero is. We all have this understanding of what a superhero is. And often it's portrayed as something that, or someone who is very much put up on this pedestal that can be viewed as very unattainable for ourselves, right? Because we look at these different uh, cinematic interpretations or comics and, and all of this and the superhero is always someone that's almost out of worldly, right? They usually have some superhuman abilities, something that is not natural, you know, to the mundane, or they're not even from this planet. And because of that, superheroes are put up on this pedestal, essentially, as something that we cannot be ourselves. But in this episode today, I want to really challenge that and I want you to really start thinking about how you can become a superhero yourself. Now, this whole conversation is stemming from an activity I did in my psychologist appointment today where my psychologist told me to draw myself as a superhero. Yep, you heard that right. So for like 15 minutes on that call, I sat and I drew and I loved it. It was such a fun exercise and such a fun way to really intentionally work on building my self-esteem, which is something that I'm actively working on. So we pulled out the colored pencils and we sat in silence as I drew myself how I desired to be as a superhero. Now, there were only three things that I had to consider in this process, okay? The rest was all free reign. The first was I needed to draw myself without judgment in mind and really let my inner child take the steering wheel, okay? So when I say this, what I mean is, you know, this drawing is for you. No one else ever has to see it if you don't want anyone to see it. And so with that, don't allow the fear of judgment to limit you. Okay, if your superhero, if you want your superhero to have penis sticking out of their forehead, then do it. Okay, because no one's judging you and you cannot hold yourself back. This is you drawing your superhero form as authentically and judgment free as you possibly can. Let your inner child take the steering wheel. Okay, now the second thing, you have to include some sort of defense mechanism. Okay, so whether that be a shield or a force field or something else creative that you think of, something that is intended to deflect negativity from your hero and like, you know, deflect ultimately the negative self-talk that we put on ourselves. And the third thing to consider, once you've actually finished drawing your hero, it's all completed, you've done your defense, defense mechanism, all of that, then I want you to fill the rest of the page writing down everything that you love about yourself around the drawing. Okay, so they're the three things that you need to do. Now you can pause this episode here and you can go and you can do your drawing now and then you can come back if you would like. 
or you can continue listening. And what I'm going to tell you now is what I drew. Because obviously you can't see it. This is a podcast, right? So it's an audio experience. So instead what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through an audio explanation of my superhero form. I'm looking at the image right now, so I'll paint a clear picture for you guys. My superhero, me in my superhero form, I am levitating cross-legged in the center of a large energy ball. I'm sitting cross-legged because when I sit cross-legged, I feel grounded and I feel centered. So that's how I am posed. That is my superhero pose. Now, my hands are at the center of my body and you can't see my hands because there is a glowing source of yellow light radiating out from that central point. And this represents my light or my super power force. Now, my body is actually naked, which represents me being in my rawest and most authentic form. I didn't want to put clothing on or material things because I want my superhero to just be her rawest, most authentic self. And I really made sure with the physique of my hero that her muscles are prominent and defined. She's got strong, big shoulders, strong arms, strong legs, a strong and tall chest, right? And, and the reason I did this is because I wanted it to represent my strength. But to balance out that strength, you know, again, like having that naked form really brings in that element of femininity for me. Now, if we move to the face of my superhero, I don't have any expressions, I don't have a mouth, I don't have a nose, I don't have any of it. The only thing I have on my face is one eye, which is located in my third eye spot on my forehead. And this eye represents my ability to see with clarity. And I made this eye green, right? My eyes are, my eyes are brown in real life, but I made this eye green because this color just felt right to me. And it wasn't really, I didn't do any research into color psychology or anything like that. It was just the color green felt right to me and it felt somewhat divine. So I did that there. Now, the next big feature moving outwards from the head is my hair. We all know I got curly hair, so I had to bring that into my superhero. And I have my curls radiating outwards from my head to each point on the orb that is surrounding me. Now, my hair is a big part of my authenticity, and therefore that is a big part of me as a superhero and my superpower. But more so, I've really drawn my hair in a way that I feel it protects me as a superhero. I feel that I drew it as almost a source for my energy field that surrounds me. And it's really funny because as I say that out loud, I find it interesting that I say that my hair protects me because that's a deeper conversation that could be had, but I really do feel that um, my hair in some ways is protecting my self-esteem. And that's a conversation for another day. But the final thing I want to draw your attention to with this drawing that I did is um, the, the orb that surrounds me, my force field. 
Now the inner ring of my force field is bright golden yellow, right? And and this is radiating boldly and it you know exchanges, it's coming from that inner orb, uh, that, cent that energy center, right? Of my superhero's hands, that color is radiating all the way out and it's hitting the exterior of the orb. And then the outer ring is met by a gradient of blues. Now the blue represents the peacefulness that my force field creates, okay? Then around the drawing, so that's me as my superhero. Then around the drawing, I wrote the words. These are all things that I love about myself. I wrote courageous, strong, nurturing, caring, loving, authentic, unique, beautiful, optimistic, energy, vulnerable, open, light, driven, talented, creative, forgiving, growth-focused, giving, kind, and open-minded. And that was my, that was my masterpiece. <laughs> now, if you're wondering what the purpose of this exercise is, it's really quite simple. The focus is on building up my self-esteem in two different ways. One, by drawing my higher self in the form of a superhero. Okay. And really viewing yourself as that higher self. And the second thing is about being really intentional about recognizing what it is that we love about ourselves, which we don't do enough of. Now, the second point there is often the hardest part for people to really sit with. And it can be really challenging to find things that you love about yourself when your self-esteem is low. So maybe when you do this exercise, you might only get one or three things out onto the page. But I challenge you to push for more. Now, what this exercise made me recognize is that I don't actually struggle to find things that I love about myself or things that I would consider my gifts. Instead, where I struggle is with feeling like I'm good enough despite the abundance of talents and gifts that I know I have. And this is what I'm working on. So if you are struggling with self-esteem also, then I challenge you to do this superhero activity and explore what comes up for you in it. And once you complete that drawing exercise, the next thing I want you to do is sit with this question. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Now, I have always had the same answer to this question ever since I was a kid. For me, it's always been easy. But before I tell you what my superpower is, I want you to pause this episode and I want you to write down what is the superpower that you would have? You could have any superpower in the world. And then I want you to write down why. So for me, it was always an easy decision of being a shapeshifter. That is the superpower that I have always said that I wanted. And I always thought it would be incredible to have that ability because I could shapeshift into who or whatever I wanted. Now, when my psychologist asked me that question of if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Shapeshifting was the very first thing that came to my mind, but I had to pause and I had to think about it momentarily. And I realize now why that was. Because I've really taken that question out of that session and reflected on it deeper and challenged myself to understand on a deeper level why I choose 
that power time and time again. And I realized the reason I paused in responding to that question when she asked it to me is because the reason I would choose that power now has changed compared to the reason why I would choose that power in the past. And so that required me to take a moment of pause to see if that power was truly still in alignment with me. So as I reflect on this choice, I'm starting to look a lot deeper than just the surface novelty of the ability to shapeshift and and I'm actually questioning the deeper meaning to my choice in the past and also now. So being a shapeshifter to me, the surface reason, I have the power to become anything or anyone I want. But I think there are two core reasons that come up for me as to why I would choose this ability if I think even deeper. The first reason is more so connected to my old self. The version of myself who lacks self-esteem. The version of myself who would be willing to shape herself into whoever or whatever she believed other people wanted her to be. The version of myself who would change herself for others. For external validation. Now the second reason is more so connected to my new self. The version of myself who is actively building her self-esteem. The version of myself who realizes that the true power of shape-shifting lies within her self-development. The version of myself who changes myself for present me and for my highest selves first. So it's pretty eye-opening to really reflect on these different versions of myself and why each one desires the ability to shape-shift and how these perspectives have ultimately transformed. But it's also very empowering to recognize the shift that has happened within this perspective and how my desire to shapeshift is now driven by intrinsic gain rather than that external validation. Right? I'm going within more. I am putting myself first. Stepping into my authenticity and focusing on my transformation for me rather than focusing on it for others. And that connects to so many things in my life. You know, in the past, I used to want to shapeshift physically at the gym for that external validation to feel like I'm enough for others, to feel like other people will want me, right? But now when I go to the gym, I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for my mental health, to stay grounded enhance my physical health more than anything else and this applies to business this applies to so much that I do and all the areas of my life that I step into this shape-shifting ability it's powerful to really recognize that hey I'm actually doing this for me above anyone else which was something that I never did in the past and what this also does for me which I think is the greatest thing to have come out of this whole exercise, is that I realize how happy my inner child is to realize that shape-shifting is a superpower that I already have and that I have reached a chapter of my journey where I'm using this power for my own greater good. And so I want you to step away from this episode today 
And I want you to give these activities a go. I want you to draw yourself as a superhero. And then really deeply reflect on the question of, if you could have any power, what would it be and why? And I want you to see what awareness is really come up for you from this experience because for me it has been so eye-opening and elevating and expansive in so many different ways but also extremely empowering. So if you do this exercise please I would love you to send me through a message on Instagram and if you're open to it send me a photo of you, the drawing that you did of you as your superhero self. Or tell me, tell me what it is that you would choose your superpower to be and why, okay? Because I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what takeaways you took from this experience that I've shared. And I love these episodes where I talk about what I work on in my psychologist appointments. I feel like it's really great for me to be able to reflect on the growth that I'm making, but also to be able to share that growth with you and help you with your own journeys as well. So if you are going through a self-esteem transformation of your own, or you know someone who is really wanting to work on building their self-esteem as well, make sure that you do these exercises. Make sure you send that friend this episode so that they can do these exercises as well. Because it's time that you start realizing the superhero that is within you and the superhero that you have always been but never fully tapped into. <laughs>